Hi, this is the Kevin Bass Show. In this podcast, I'm going to be discussing the latest new trends, investigations, discoveries, and controversies in the fields of health, health science, nutrition, fitness, and medicine. I am both endlessly overjoyed by the discovery of new knowledge and incredibly happy to share it with you, but also relentlessly critical of anything that is unlikely to pan out or unlikely to be true or useful. Through this dynamic interplay, I make this podcast one of the most intellectually exciting and vibrant among any in this space, both tremendously respected as well as reviled by other prominent health influencers and popular media icons, I draw upon my extensive network of scientists, influencers, thinkers, and thought leaders to bring to you a distilled version of what I believe is the proper take on the latest new ideas and trends in these fields. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Welcome to The Kevin Bass Show. A bit about my background and a disclaimer. I have uh, nearly 20 years either studying medical science or being in a laboratory conducting medical science. Nonetheless, I am only a MD-PhD student. I'm not yet a medical doctor, and even if I was, nothing that I'm discussing here would be medical advice, simply a interpretation of the medical literature by a person who reads voraciously and thinks incessantly about how to think about scientific problems and their practical application to health. Correspondingly, you should only take this as such, and always, if you have an idea that you take from this podcast that you want to apply to your own life, you should always talk to your doctor before doing so, and never construe anything you hear as medical advice. And with that, enjoy The Kevin Bass Show. Do you tend to lean more towards organic foods, or again, is that something you've debunked. There's not a great, a great deal of support for eating organic uh, versus not organic. I would say the main thing is making sure that you uh, get your, say, vegetable intake. I don't think you're focusing on, so is my kale organic or is it not organic? I think the main thing you're going to focus on is like, am I just eating the vegetables? I think that's the thing. I think when you look at um, how these things are regulated, the pesticides, the herbicides, et cetera, you know, see, I, I haven't done a, a video yet on this, so I'm still. Mm-hmm. Um, the one question I have personally uh, is when you eat organic, you're not getting a no pesticide food. And often people think that there's no pesticides in organics. No, there are pesticides in organic foods. It's just they're organic pesticides. And some organic pesticides are actually worse than many non-organic pesticides. And that's an interesting caveat. There's like a really interesting caveat. So there's some, there's like really important copper um, herbicides. Those copper herbicides are terrible for you. Like they're really super toxic. So just because you're, you know, getting higher levels of non-organic pesticides or herbicides, say in the blood, there's studies showing higher levels of those, doesn't mean you're not getting other toxic chemicals. Would I say probably on average when you're eating Organic versus non-organic is probably better for your um, for your body, probably, but the impact is 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 really small, and to the degree that nobody's ever nobody's ever measured it, nobody's ever gone and had a study and shown in the study that oh, if I if I eat organic 
versus non-organic, like I literally have changes in blood markers. No, besides simply the concentrations, which are extremely small in the blood of these non-organic herbicides and pesticides, there's never been documented any change in health markers, you know? So that's the one thing I'd say, like, it's speculative. Oh, is it going to have an impact? Well, uh, within the concentrations that the regulations have, uh, say that these foods are supposed to have no, and even when the foods exceed the regulation um, amounts, they do sometimes. So sometimes they'll look at the residue concentrations and they'll see an excess of herbicide or pesticide concentrations in some foods like that they sample. Even whenever that's the case, these regulations are done so that it's like, the way that the, the cutoffs are done is that uh, it's like a hundredfold less or maybe even 10,000 fold less than you would ever see any effect and these are like small effects in like lab animals. So you're getting like, it's a huge, huge, huge margin of safety. So whenever you're getting like twice the, the lower, the, the, the toxic limit, according to these organizations, you need to understand this is like a thousand, this is like a hundred or 10,000 fold less than you'd even see a, a small effect in an animal. So it's unlikely to have any health effect. It's never been documented that there is a health effect of these uh herbicides and pesticides so but if you if you have the extra money to do it and uh and and uh you you want to spend that extra money um i do think it's a really minor issue and probably a non-existent issue but you you may get some small uh, reduction in, in pesticide and, and herbicide exposure that may not be clinically significant uh, by eating organic versus not organic i think that's a the rough you'd have it. ohio ready for some quick mental health facts let's go Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.